0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming
1: podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Jackal. Jackal was
0: released in North America for the Nintendo Entertainment System in September of 1988 by konami yes we've done a lot of konami games on this show but it's hard not to they're awesome
1: yeah and uh very prolific company at this point
0: now this game was previously on the famicom disc system in may of 88 in japan but both of these are expanded ports of the 1986 arcade game
1: Oh yeah, see I saw that in the manual. It was like, this is the home port of it and I was like, I didn't even I never saw this in the arcade.
0: Well, in the arcade, it was known under a few different names. Ah. in Japan, it was called Special Forces Jackal. Mhm. In Europe it was just Jackal, but here in the United States, it was called Top Gunner. <laughs> okay. Now they changed <laughs> the name when it came to console so that this would not be confused with Top Gun.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the
0: obvious uh, issue there. Now, another fun fact is that the arcade version of this
1: game is running off of a modified double-drebble board. Okay. Uh, That doesn't seem like the type of uh, (laughs) game that would have the same guts, man. No, but hey, those
0: wizards at Konami, they're capable of almost
1: anything. Yeah, good on them.
0: So, Nick, what kind of game is Jackal?
1: Well, Eric, uh jackal is it's an overhead shootery game like you're it's kind of like commando but you're in a jeep Mm -hmm. i would call it a vertical shoot-em-up yeah it's uh, It's just not
0: auto-scrolling right
1: right and i mean you can there's some limited ability to backtrack you know yeah so basically
0: you are a jeep no i mean you're driving a jeep you are part of the elite jackal unit yes and uh you're given the mission to take two jeeps into enemy territory and then find and recover pows
1: yeah and uh you have the thing that uh, kind of sets it apart from other games is that you have uh you have your like machine gun and you have your grenades slash rockets
0: right now you cannot jump there is no, no jump no. in this game which but, you know
1: also means no pit deaths so
0: true and but as you said you can shoot and not only can you shoot you have multiple
1: ways of shooting you have your machine gun Yeah, which only fires straight ahead or upwards towards the top of the screen. That is your vertical shot. Yeah, no matter which way you're
0: facing. And then you have a secondary fire. And this fire changes as you power up, but it is always fired in the direction that your jeep is facing. Yeah. So it is eight-way
1: directional. Yes, full eight directions.
0: Now, with your secondary attack, you can only fire one at a time. And you start with grenades.
1: Yeah, little green grenades
0: get lobbed. Now, the grenades themselves, even though they are your basic starting weapon, they do have one advantage over the later ones.
1: Yeah, you can actually throw over certain obstacles that the, uh, you know, well, when you upgrade it, it becomes rockets, and those can't go over certain things like the, like the sandbags or certain walls.
0: Right. So you upgrade from grenade to missile, and then from that missile to a better missile that shoots explosions out the sides of
1: it, yeah, they're always uh, horizontal. No matter which way you shoot it, they'll you know it'll explode, and then two smaller explosions will come out to the left and right of your original one.
0: And then when you fully upgrade the missile, the explosion then comes out in a cross pattern.
1: Yeah, you get all you get four directional spread.
0: Now the spread of that explosion usually does go across the same barriers that a grenade would go over. Oh, right. Yeah. So therefore, at its highest level, it does then become just as useful in that regard as the grenade.
1: True, true.
0: Now, to get these upgrades, you have to rescue POWs. In fact, the upgrades are from the officer POWs or the flashing ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's just the two types. There's normal guys in green and uh, who give you points and the... The officers give you the gun power-ups. You're
0: going to find these POWs in special buildings all throughout the maps, and these buildings can be blown up to where you will open them, and then the POWs can escape.
1: Yeah, you'll see a little like help; it'll start flashing, and a guy will come out and kind of wave at you. And if you come over there, they'll start loading in clown car style.
0: Yeah, you can have a almost infinite amount of men hanging into or onto
1: your jeep, apparently. A lot of them. (laughs) Now,
0: when you get hit. You will lose that power up. Yeah, one hit kill, by the way. And also, a indeterminate me- number of men will scatter from your jeep. Yeah. I've never figured out how this uh, is figured out. Like Sometimes it's like four or five, but... Sometimes uh, it's
1: none. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it's one of the officers, and you can pick him back up yeah, and I'm, get
1: your weapon back. I'm assuming it depends on or how many you have taken so far on that level, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I never really compared or studied it.
0: Yeah, nothing about it seemed to you know uh, be consistent to me. So hmm. who knows? Now, once you have rescued all those POWs and they are now riding in your jeep, you <laughs> have to get them to a drop-off point.
1: Yeah, each level has a helipad that when you get to it, uh, first you want to clear it from enemies, but then you can, you know, you'll see the helicopter arrive there at a certain point. It'll fly overhead, and then one, you'll know you're getting close. And then when you get there you got to drive up and unload as many of these guys as you can.
0: Yeah, and they come out, you know, one at a time. So it takes a little while. Later in the game, you will be attacked while you're doing this, which is a big bummer. But each of those guys is worth 500 points.
1: Yeah, so this is... And you don't get points for collecting them initially. This is where you get your payout.
0: Right, and this is where you get your free men of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically. I mean, the points from these guys, that's what really drives you up.
0: Now, in addition to POWs, you're going to find a couple items throughout the levels. Or really I should just say one item in different colors. And yeah. A star. A star. <laughs> your standard army looking star in a box.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can see there's brown ones. Yep.
0: That is your what? Kill all? Yep. Kills everything on the screen. It's a really nice one. Yeah, yeah. Very I didn't handy. see too many of them though. I can only remember seeing one. Uh, yeah, I only remember certain. one, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh then after that there is the
1: green star. Yeah, which is a one-up, right? Yeah, so that's a free man. Bonus. And then there is the flashing star. Yes, which will give you an instantly maxed out
0: weapon. Now, one thing to note is you will never find these stars just sitting on the field.
1: Yeah, you have to uncover them by shooting various weapons, you know. Yeah, at the spot they're
0: at. So they can be hard to discover. And a lot of times I just find them from, you know, going about my normal business of shooting things.
1: Yeah, it's what we're here for, right? (laughs)
0: Indeed. Now, you start the game with three lives and two continues okay and uh but you can get more lives with uh the one-ups or as we said through points there are one-ups given but i don't know how many points you need i
1: i'm not sure either i was kind of trying to keep an eye out at one point and i'm pretty sure it's i think 30,000 for the first one the one i know for sure is it was like i was watching like 60,000 i got one and then again at 120,000 that so I don't it know makes if it's it like 30, 60
0: 120
1: I don't know beyond that I, I got one but I wasn't I don't know when so somewhere in the 200s thousands keep your eye out
0: well Nick this is a Konami game on mm-hmm. the NES so it, it could go either way how was the manual for this cart
1: okay this manual sucks uh, Aww. yeah it's a uh, paltry 10 pages. Wow, now does it have that
0: cool logo on the front that looks like a ripoff of the G i Joe logo? It
1: just says jackal, yeah, and uh yeah, it's all black and white. You get your famous Konami font uh there are no screenshots. there are some drawn ones. Mm. Um, you do actually get some decent drawings of like the portraits of your guys and uh which I mean,
0: the guys have some goofy names,
1: oh yeah, yeah, and uh yeah, there are the four uh wild jackals and uh you have. Uh, player one is the team of Lieutenant Bob, who's the gunner, and Sergeant Quint, who's the driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colonel, De- or player two is Colonel Decker, that's your gunner, and your driver is Corporal Gray.
0: Now, if I remember correctly, I, I really like Decker. He's got the cool, the
1: shades um the best thing i could find here okay because i was looking for some great konami puns, and they're not in here really but oh. they sneak a joke a crappy joke in here where they're you know each one has a little descriptor too but for corporal gray it says he's a driver and he won six uh, european grand prix races oh wow and he's the greatest stunt driver since evil bow weevil oh that's <laughs> yeah.
0: kind of a joke
1: I, something uh, now
0: one of them is smoking i think in one of their pictures
1: i know there's a picture of a dude with a cigar at the end so yeah oh, well, we'll get there yeah but um yeah so well i guess we can talk about the story which is uh mm-hmm. you are rescuing you're in vietnam it says you're back you're going back to vietnam to rescue pow's well the story is given to you in the attract mode of the game
0: but oh, yeah. you have about three seconds to read two full paragraphs. <laughs> so I never got through it. Okay.
1: I never, I didn't actually pay attention to the track mode. So you do have an enemy section, and they have some pretty solid uh, drawings of 13 different enemies, but they're all just tanks and vehicles. Right. So whoop <laughs> Okay. It does list, uh, you know, for the guys, the enemy. So do the enemies have, like, funny names at least? The only one that seemed funny was the... Uh, the infantry is the the light but deadly infantry. Oh, whatever. And I mean the tanks were like they have some tank names. One of them's like a a Zit 80 Z I T 80. Maybe that's a joke. I couldn't tell if that's a real tank or not.
0: I don't think it's a real tank, but I don't think it's a real joke either.
1: No. Okay. Those planes that show up, they called those are death from above airplanes. Oh, okay. Kind of a joke. Something. Yeah. Something. Whatever it is, at least they didn't waste much time because in ten meager pages, you know, that's it. In and out memos. No memos, nothing. But I do actually want to point out that they do not tell you about any of the items or your score one-ups at all in, this, uh, in, the, in the manual. So they left a lot out. They're, they actually could have put some, a lot more in there.
0: Well, Nick, what was your personal history with the Jackal?
1: uh i played this game several times um i know the first time i played it uh when my parents friends they had it on their nintendo and i played it at their place a bit i liked it it's pretty fun and
0: yeah i i feel like i rented this game it it checks all the boxes for what i would look for at a rental you know konami two players simultaneous yeah yeah. i was like all right so i I feel like i did but i really don't have any strong memories of it i
1: um i agree i know i rented at least once and uh I mean, other than that, you know, I don't remember ever beating it until I'm going to say about 10 years ago. There was a point where I was like, I'm beating this game. And, and I that, did.
0: that's where I also came back into it. My real memories of playing this game are as your roommate. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And I beat it with you. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I think we played through it you know, off and on for a week or two, you know, during our Konami two player binge. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> So what was your more recent
1: experience with the game then, Nick? I played this game two times. Um, As did I. The the first time I, I got to the final boss uh-huh. and uh, then died. And the second time I beat it.
0: Wow. Our experiences are almost mirrored. Oh, yeah. So the first time I played it, uh, the famous Bill of uh, oh yeah our friend Bill was over. And he, with me, went through the game. We didn't use any cheats, codes, or even look at anything. And we made it all the way to the end now we did continue twice mm-hmm. and uh i must say that i was the one that made it to the final boss nice but i also died there and out of continues at two in the morning we decided to call it yeah quits. discretion is the better part of valor so after that i went through a one-player campaign and i blew through it yeah it's not bad man once you know where everything is and i must say going from two-player to one-player you get all of the power-ups. You yeah. get all of the points, so you get more lives. It just becomes a little easier, I think. I can, yeah. I, I now, didn't
1: play two-player, so I wasn't sure how the difficulty would square the up. The
0: bonus with two-player is that you can draw the fire of all the turrets and a lot of the bosses. Mm. So those become easier. Okay. But as far as splitting up your points, your free men, and your power-ups, that does make things a little harder there. Mm, okay. So um, so I... I did beat it on my second playthrough, Solo. Gotcha. here we are, Nick, in the general chat portion of our show. Mm -hmm. And I must say, I really
1: love the idea
0: for this game. And I kind of wonder why we never saw more in this vein.
1: I thought the same thing. Like when I, you know, this is a relatively old NES game. So, you know, this was right up there with Contra and Life Force, where I was like, this will be another franchise you know an action yeah.
0: franchise and it wasn't and i don't know why because there's nothing that really holds it back that says it's less than the first contra or life force or any of those games
1: absolutely and it has the i really like the way you have your machine gun slash grenade rocket combo you know mm. your two weapons because no other games let you strafe and it's very rewarding
0: well and not only that but you can fire and retreat yeah that's another amazing thing you do
1: get the ability to back up which is uh, very rare
0: yeah now i also love the tiny tiny men in this game
1: they're great you can run over them i love it
0: you know we both really like small sprites yes if you can convey something the smaller the better in a sprite to us we we find that just fantastic and these tiny men are so perfect and tiny and expressive. I love them. They their movements are great. They get, you know, across everything you need to get from a small army man.
1: I can't imagine you being able to get much smaller while still retaining the the actual like uh proportions and details that make it look like it's a little army dude, I get it right away.
0: Yeah. And if you uh do get destroyed, your guys all leave the tank. And then they kind of wander around.
1: Yeah, you got to chase them down. Sometimes they'll get off
0: the screen and they're gone, man. Yeah. And them wandering around to me is just like the funniest thing. I just really enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know why, but no, they do
1: have kind of a helpless milling around. It was like, yeah,
0: it totally made my day. It reminds me of lemmings. Mm, I can I can very much see that now. Uh, the other sprites in the game, nothing amazing, but man, they're real
1: solid. Yeah, I mean, they have like just enough detail to look like that's a tank. But I can tell there are several different types of tanks. You mm-hmm. can tell them apart. They have different weapons and such. And I found that
0: I was really able to move a lot better than I expected. You know, you can dodge and weave through a lot of these bullets in ways that I was not expecting to be able to on such an early NES game.
1: I agree. I, uh, I made a note as well of the, the play control is like weirdly good. I didn't expect it. You know, I was like, whatever, you're just moving in eight directions. But it's there's a sharpness to it that I, I was I uh, didn't remember.
0: Right. And the fact that you have to look in the direction that you're shooting your grenade or your missile at first may sound super awkward, but the way they get it, it just works.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, um, very appropriate. Well, Nick,
0: whenever you talk about things that are appropriate, that makes me want to go level by level. And before we get into level one, one of my other favorite things of this game is the mini map. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, before each level, you get to see the entirety of the game in
1: one tiny, long map. Yeah, it's like a vertical little, you know, uh, map. Re- rectangular map, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it shows you what progress you've made so far along your way.
1: As well as kind of describing the levels, you know, like you can see this first one's kind of deserty or jungly looking.
0: Yes, and level one is this desert-slash-edge-of-the-jungle area.
1: Yes, it's known as, uh, in the... In the manual, it names it Checkpoint Alpha.
0: All right. Well, Checkpoint Alpha introduces you to tanks, turrets, men, a lot of the enemies you're going to see throughout this entire game.
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, as a return to Vietnam, as we mentioned in the manual, it even says you're you guys in your jeeps are parachuted into Cambodia and you cross the border to secretly get these uh, you know POWs out. You're like, okay, this seems like appropriate yeah yeah it's really cool
0: and one other thing that uh you notice right off the bat is that your area of play is larger than the screen yes so you can move you know off screen to the left to the right you really have to go back and forth a little bit to make sure you're not going to miss anything
1: yeah i always kind of took it slow and snake around to make sure i couldn't remember exactly where all the uh men would be Mm -hmm. in their their building so i wanted to make sure i didn't miss any so i was you know being pretty thorough yeah agreed
0: and You know, the little army men, as we said, you can just run them over. You don't have to shoot them. But if they shoot you, you will die.
1: Yeah, they have... So I was always
0: a little cautious on that end of things.
1: One thing, I mean, I guess it started here. But uh, this playthrough with... uh, I really started using machine gun a lot more. Oh, yeah. Like, not just against the men, but like the tanks, the cannons. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take as much as I thought to kill with them.
0: And if you have a turbo button it is very handy
1: well that was the big uh i I didn't have one last time i played so this Uh. time i was like all right like it's business time man because a lot of these like uh the 50 millimeter cannons those turrets that Mm -hmm. you know you can move a little faster than they can turn so they shoot and you just as you're dodging you kill them it's it's so much easier than using grenades or rockets
0: yeah and the second time i played this game i didn't dally at all i just ran i mean i knew where i was going and if you just tear through, you can pass a lot of guys and that's, you can hit them on the way.
1: That's very true. There's a lot of uh, um, a lot of the enemies in this you can just get past.
0: And they're not going to follow you or anything. About halfway through this level, you encounter your first uh, big area of those buildings holding your POWs. Yeah, there's
1: like a fort.
0: Then, you know, usually there's going to be one of the specials in there,
1: your officers that gives you the power up yeah they have a different like gray building well i mean Mm -hmm. green greenish gray yeah it Mm -hmm. looks like a more like army building the other ones just look like a house kind of right
0: you know and then this one is nice because it's not too heavily fortified and i like the fact that you come out of there and then there's like a little bridge a lot of these levels even though they're just one long path they do little things to break it up and make you feel like you're moving around more than you really were.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's some good design. And, I mean, there you'll see in the river, there's a couple, I think, two boats that'll come and attack you. Mm-hmm. You just shoot them like any normal thing. But they look good. Good looking boats.
0: Yeah, and those are the kind of thing you probably want to use your grenade for or your missile. Now, the latter portion of this level introduces those sandbags you were talking about. Yeah. They look like brown smiles. Yeah, they're or like little rock cliffs almost. Or- hmm and those uh do block your missile or your gun mm-hmm. so you've got to use the grenade on that or have an explosive missile
1: yeah or i mean you can most of the time you're able to like go around and get them from the side you know instead of just taking them straight on but you know some areas later you definitely can't but no. here is not too bad
0: now at the top of this uh this is one of the ones where your escape zone is right before the boss yeah yeah so you know, it's guarded by a couple turrets. You just got to take them out and be patient. Your guys will all unload. And then, then that's kind of a nice thing because then you can die at the boss. And even though you lose
1: your power up, you're not losing the men. And uh, one thing we, we didn't really mention, like sometimes, you know, The helicopter will get to the, you know, the escape helipad and it'll leave without you if it wait, if you wait too long. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you can still have it. And like one time I was driving around killing guys, not in this level, but it'll it'll go away and you can miss it. And you're just like, well, uh, tough luck. No points. I didn't know that at all. That's
0: horrible yeah. and awesome.
1: Yeah, it's cool, but it, it does put a little you wanna you wanna get them out as fast as you can, which can be tough in like this level. You might have twelve guys. Right. The other thing you mentioned earlier is that you see the rescue helicopter, it
0: passes you to go to the pickup area
1: yeah don't be scared it's like white it scared me the first time
0: right don't be and but it's also a, like a weird little thing of like oh anticipation you're like are we does this mean we're close uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it adds one little more element to the, the level that i really like Agreed. that now you do drop off all your men and uh you maybe even pick up that extra officer right at that area oh sure and then you have your first boss yeah uh, and their uh, name for this thing
1: i not that i could see It's just
0: blue tanks. (laughs) Yeah. How many blue tanks is Is there? Four or five, something? I think it's five. Yeah. But they're so easy that I didn't really notice they just take two hits uh, from your missile or grenade and uh if you have that missile that goes in four-way then you can hit two of them at the same time yeah maybe.
1: i mean they come out in a somewhat pace so if you stay on top of it you're able to make sure there's generally only one on screen at a time ideally mm-hmm. and they move kind of jerky and they're kind of fast but they're really just bust them out as soon as they show up yeah they will be fine
0: trees that they can get uh, hung up on you use those and you'll mm, you'll mm-hmm. tear through those guys no problem. You shouldn't even take a hit, yeah. Now, depending on how well you beat the level, you do get a different scene in between,
1: yeah. I, I love these. Uh, I didn't adjust- know
0: because Bill and I apparently did awful. Oh, and really? Whenever we beat a level, oh. they were looking at a
1: map and said, Here, right? Right, but if you do awesome. Yeah, you get the where the jeep's like blasting over a like, like a, a ridge. Jump and it's yeah. like the gun's shooting. And the guys are like, Yeah, like
0: it is a way cooler graphic.
1: I I'd made the same mistake where it's like the first two levels, I got that, and then later it was like here, and I was like, Oh, that's right. Like it was something yeah. I remembered, or I remember I forgot I remembered. Either way, it is cool, but
0: as cool as that is, you've got to move on to level two. Yeah, Checkpoint Baker. Now, this is kind of like this weird, uh ruins yeah
1: you have some ancient greek looking pillars and statue heads uh i mean is this supposed to be like uh this is in vietnam i don't what know is that where... place? <laughs> yeah Inger Wat, but this doesn't uh i mean that's in cambodia as well but i don't think of the they have different those are greek pillars man those are like this does look very uh greek columned now, or something i don't know uh whatever uh you blow them up <laughs> it's fun <laughs> what makes it cool though is that this level
0: offers you some weird little side paths to go through now, right off the bat, you've got your officer to get upgraded.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice way to start the level.
0: Definitely. And then right after that, you're greeted with what makes this level pretty bizarre, but also
1: ties back to that Greek thing.
0: That's that weird statue head.
1: Yeah, I, I always thought of them as Medusas, but I don't know why, because it could just be hair. I don't know. But they shoot laser beams at you. Strangely enough, yeah. So these are the <laughs> only thing that don't really feel like they belong in this game or this yeah. setting yeah
0: but you know they're cool they take what two hits uh
1: yeah it's one or two i'm it's not that bad no not not too
0: hard not till later but you know you get through and then you're in a cordoned off area where you gotta free some more men
1: one thing about those heads though is like if you're really slowly scrolling them on you can hit them before they can attack before their eyes are shown yeah where it's like from their eyes it'll make an explosion the sprite won't change but then when you move up a few uh tiles or whatever it'll the, the sprite will come back as blown up
0: Now, once you've captured all the POWs in the next area, there's a gate you got to blow. And when you get through that, surprise, there's two turrets and a big old tank. Yeah, yeah. Like, right there on top of you. So, that's always a big surprise. But, again, the play control is so nice that you can run. You can back up and get out of the way of those bullets. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or, you know, charge through, maybe blow up the tank, and then try to run in between the turrets.
0: I did that a lot in the later levels, for sure. Now, after that, you got a little split path. But it doesn't really matter. Yeah, isn't there like maybe a hidden item in one? or? Uh, there probably is, but it's nothing that seemed to make or break that. the level for me.
1: This might be where you'll start seeing those pillars that break off and fall towards you. You can blow them up as well.
0: Yeah, but they don't
1: offer very much challenge either. No, they're just one hit with a grenade, I believe. I don't know how many. The bullets didn't seem to work very well.
0: That and they don't really fall that quickly or close to you. So yeah, you, it's yeah. You have to be right in the exact spot to take damage. They're not it.
1: hard to avoid.
0: No. And then after that, you have your helipad. So this is one of those ones where you drop your guys off fairly early in the level, I feel Mm -hmm, like. mm -hmm. you know, Because after you drop all your guys off, then you do have another area that has three or four of the falling pillars. And in that area, there's a bunch of little guys. And then right after that is the long bridge that is flanked with those laser heads.
1: Yeah, there's four of them. And uh, this is where, again, I try to take them slow and just like as soon as they get on the screen, blow them up or try to get them when they're you know
0: and i found a lot of these type things the turrets the laser heads i had an easier time hitting them from an angle
1: yes because
0: they have a slower time of swinging their arc of their fire towards you
1: it's a little tricky you know or it
0: looks worse than it is i think oh yeah definitely this one looks bad but it is not and then right over that bridge is boss number two more of those heads
1: yeah i mean there's
0: there are four uh turrets easy take care of them and a lot of these boss areas you'll have enemies already there yeah so what you want to do is if you know you're getting close to that boss slowly scroll up and take each of those enemies out so you don't have to deal with them (laughs) and the boss yeah inch up and get them all but yeah at the very top of the screen is four more of those uh strange heads and these ones are i think a little stronger
1: they, uh, well, then they shoot those homing missiles, like when they oh, open their mouth, open
0: their mouth. And instead of laser beams, they shoot a missile at you. Now I didn't find that very challenging though, because if you're firing your gun the whole time, it blows up
1: the it's, missile. Okay. Or if you have, uh, your maxed. Oh man. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll horizontal. Like it can get bad because it'll keep coming after you and the screen can fill up with missiles. But if you don't let it get that bad, it's not hard to do.
0: And I've noticed the missiles don't actually try to hit you.
1: They, they go near yeah they, they have a weird, go around you so if you stand still they won't hit you but if you move they will It's weird but uh I'm not sure how many hits these guys take I know I think it's 1 if you hit them when their mouth is open Okay. Or, and then like 3 missiles to just if you can just keep I just blowing them up started on the left and yeah, then same here Worked yeah.
0: my way to the right blowing up one by one Well
1: this will be the first of several bosses that are like a, t- a series of turrets and you always want to start on one side because then you only have half of them ideally on the screen at once and then you're not dealing with as much fire.
0: Now, that does get to one of the weaknesses of the game and that is I feel like it's the bosses. The, yeah. The game could have had cooler bosses or more mobile ones. But yeah. What what can you do? Now, you destroy these uh, beautiful head statues <laughs> and then you are on to the third level.
1: Checkpoint Charlie.
0: Oh, man. This is Checkpoint Charlie. Yes, it is. And... According to this game, Checkpoint Charlie is a naval
1: dock. Yeah, like a shipyard or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, right off the bat, you are confronted with a bunch of tanks.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of tanks in this level. Men. You'll see boats as well, obviously.
0: Well, one of the cooler things is there's submarines that will pop up. Yeah, yeah. I really liked them. They were you gotta cool.
1: you got to blast them when they're visible.
0: Indeed. And if you don't, then they'll pop right back under.
1: There's also those weird uh, spread gun turrets that pop up. They look kind of like a manhole at first, and it'll open, mm-hmm. and then they shoot like five or six bullets.
0: Those are the beginning of the spread enemies that are kind of a pain in the butt. We'll see a much more horrible one later on. And it's
1: like, if you if you realize what it is right away, and you just get in front of it and just start laying down machine gun fire, you can get it as soon as it pops up before it'll shoot.
0: Or even a missile hitting it as it pops up, that will also destroy it before any of its bullets it's, can come out. Yeah,
1: but grenades slower, so it's kind of hard to time.
0: Yeah, I, I usually had a missile, because I'm that good, but oh, you know. Yeah. You know, this level has the P.O.W.s a little more spread out, I think.
1: Yeah, and the, like, I think this is where you'll start seeing more of them, where there's only two in a building instead of four. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, the four buildings right off the bat are separated by a huge bridge. And as you go across this bridge, you will have submarines popping up, a boat coming down at you, mm-hmm. and that horrible death from above plane.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, those-, those can be easy or... A nightmare if you if you shoot them right away you have nothing to worry about and uh or just make dodging their stupid bombs because it looks like they're dropping grenades like those hand grenades world war II
0: german stick grenades
1: yeah apparently they're armed with very large versions of those they're dropping
0: and it's really only like you know the vertical column they're in plus one or two to the right yeah so if you can just tear to the far side away from them you're totally fine
1: but this part where you have a narrow bridge it's tough to yeah you are
0: stuck on this bridge so you know just try to hit it before it gets close that's your best bet amen then after this is really one of the most annoying
1: parts of the entire game that the the laser section or that's the laser section now the lasers themselves aren't that bad. They're just well, on and off most beams. Most of them. You know, like gates. It's the first laser. Yeah. it's a problem. It's so weird. I was like, the first one is the fastest. Uh, it really, like, I, I got past the first one. And I was like, holy crap, I'm in for it now. I don't remember this. But then the rest of them were like nothing compared to it.
0: You have... A very exact amount of time to get past that first laser and the second it goes off you have to
1: run oh and like edge pixel up next yeah, to that bad boy <laughs> definitely
0: but then the subsequent five lasers you encounter are cakewalks yeah comparatively it really blew my mind yeah it's a weird weird little pacing and then once you make it through there congratulations you have found the drop-off point
1: if you just uh unload your guys and then uh you head up uh to is the boss right next? well it's close uh the next area is you come
0: in and then you've got your four turrets just facing it staring you down right away And there's a bunch of little guys running around. So they can be a pain in the butt, but that's one of those places where if you just run up through them, Mm. it's probably one of your best bets. I
1: mean, any of these spots, too, if you have a maxed out missile, like you can take all these guys out in like two missiles and just blast through. That's a good way, you know, it gets you more points. So there is worth it, you know, to kill all the guys. But sometimes it's it's tough if you only have a grenade. Indeed.
0: Now, the next area right past them is the boss. You have a giant parking lot that has (laughs) some tanks in it.
1: Yeah. Are there two of those spread turrets down there or is it they're just on the boat, right? There are two turrets at the very bottom of the parking lot when you enter the area. I don't know if. Okay, yeah. Anyways, you get past those and and then.
0: Then at the back of it is the dock, the open water. And in that water,
1: a large boat. Yes, a boat with six of those uh, spread turrets on it.
0: Now, they're slightly different because they I think they stay closed longer. Yeah, they they can rotate. Yeah, yes. In a way as well. And that's the only part about them that's dangerous. Now, I did find this boss to be a little tricky because there is a lot of bullets that can be on the screen.
1: Yeah, you want to get like, I just, I started on the left this time. Yeah, that's what I did. Shoot that one and then it's like, you just, hopefully you can kill. They don't all open at the same time either, so.
0: Right, so I actually did not go from left to right entirely. What I did is I went to the left and then I took care of the two bottom turrets in the middle. Mm -hmm. Then the far right one. Oh, okay. Just because I found the timing of them was a little easier and it's a little easier to get the missile or grenade to that first one yeah. right when it opens
1: it's true it's true
0: now there are uh i think tanks that start appearing behind you
1: yeah but they're uh i always just kill it right away as soon as it pops on the screen you take it out it's not and like you know by the time i started seeing those guys usually have half of the turrets gone so they're not as hard to. there's not as many nearly as many bullets so you're, you're pretty safe by then
0: no i think i may have died here uh but definitely not more than that now Hopefully, you can destroy this uh, little battleship or whatever it is. And then you can move on to stage four. Checkpoint Delta. All right. And Checkpoint Delta is kind of a swamp or a marsh.
1: Yeah. It's a, you know, you got like very, you you have your dark green uh, land you can drive on. And then there's light green kind of watery stuff. You can drive through there too, but slower.
0: Yeah. Like, don't be afraid of going in that stuff. Yeah. There's
1: no pits. You're not going to sink or die.
0: No. And then more of the same, except... There is a new enemy in this area that can be a pain in the butt if you are on top of it.
1: Yeah, is that the mobile missile launcher? That is. So from the water, you
0: see like a little shadow and then sploosh, a missile shoots out. Now, you can hit the area that missile came out of that shadow and you will stop any more missiles from coming. Mm, mm. Oh, Okay, yeah. So these missiles act just as the ones before, but now there's sometimes two or three of them coming out. And a bunch of little guys shooting at you, so I find it a little more harrowing. If you don't take out that missile launcher right away, it can
1: be uh, a bit of a challenge. Yep, yep. Uh, it's, But again, if you're ready for it, it's not that bad.
0: No, once you know. And in fact, I this is when I started just driving. Like, I... It's not even messing around at this point. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to go through this level as fast as I can.
1: Yep, yep. This level has several, has a split path, too, at least at one point, I know. I don't know how many, but well, there's... Because there's one where it's like, if you go to the left, that's when... This is what I thought as the mobile missile launcher. Sorry. It's like the truck that's shooting all that crap That is that the out. worst enemy in the game. It so soaks.
0: We're almost there. Well, you have your main POW camp, and of course it is blocked in. And as soon as you clear that area, you encounter what I love, a little train
1: there's a train track
0: and also in this level i think maybe the last level was the first time you saw it but this one definitely has mines in it
1: yeah they'll appear when you get close and you have to kind of avoid them they're not too hard
0: no they, they pop up you know when you're nearby so you really have all the time in the world to react
1: it's only hard if you're getting shot at and then you're you know that's the only time i ever hit a mine was because i was trying to dodge something
0: and then like i said you see these train tracks which look cool and then as you go a little further up a train starts coming on them yeah i think there may be cannons on the very back of it i'm not sure
1: maybe if you shoot the first car of the train though you blow up the whole train yeah i wasn't sure because i had a maxed out missile so i didn't know if it was the explosions doing the whole train or just if it would just always just blow always does it that makes sense it's awesome now that train has you trapped in this little valley and there's
0: like two tanks and then after the tanks is that truck you're talking about yeah
1: those and they're just shoveling these like they look like cannonballs the big black balls
0: yeah uh, and man their rate of fire is so much more intense than any other enemy in this
1: game it's hard (laughs) you have to really like it's like you creep up to the the edge of it and you're like all right when this one goes by then i have a a second to run up there because they're they have a bunch better range than you
0: yeah my tactic for them was to basically try to take them out before they could get their first volley off
1: you that's the best way but it's because if
0: you don't like you said it is creeping that tiny pixel by pixel trying to get right into the range to throw a grenade or a missile at them but sure
1: and the the level designers knew what they were doing with the placement by making it hard to get them with your extended blast if you have a powered up rocket or... because
0: it's kind of around a bend yeah, and then yeah. of course right after that is where your pow drop off station is so they know what's going to be the hardest part of this (laughs) level and directly after you drop off your pows is a little bank of uh turrets Mm, yeah and then the boss the yeah troop transport helicopter it's a giant helicopter
1: yeah now
0: this boss can either be nothing or a little challenging and the only reason i find it challenging is that what happens is as it flies in it drops off some paratroopers yeah like three guys generally yes and then it shoots at you but as the paratroopers are falling, and you're shooting and throwing missiles out and explosions, it's sometimes very hard to see where
1: its bullets are. Well, and it's like you know, it comes pretty far into the screen, so mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of room to maneuver on it because the back, maybe quarter third of it, is just like Mountain. rough terrain, mountains. So you're not you're not moving up there, and it comes out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it surprised me the first time, and I actually. I was like embarrassingly died like three times here the first time where I was like I thought this was the easy guy <laughs> like
0: right and like I said it, it's either one way or the other it can be really easy or it can be a little challenging so it's,
1: I just uh, if you you can hit him twice when mm-hmm. he comes out but if you just do it take it slow and hit him once uh, per you know em- time he emerges you know it'll take you I don't know five hits something
0: yeah and you can always kill the all of the paratroopers with one hit usually using your grenade or missile so. You shouldn't lose too many lives, hopefully just one, because if you do, the grenade still works great on it, and it's not too slow for this really big, hulking enemy. Yes. Once you have defeated that giant troop transport helicopter, you will find yourself in stage five. Checkpoint Tango. And Checkpoint Tango is like the gates of hell. And I don't know where you're at a now. It's
1: weird. It's like a rocky area that there's like a bunch of reddish soil, dirt, like there's chasms and bridges and this level really reminds me
0: of a contra level
1: yeah i can see that And the
0: coloring and the 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 theming feel of it all now once again right off the bat you're given a officer uh, an officer and that is a great bonus because you know if you're like nick you need it (laughs) this level is really known for its big gaps and chasms there are lots of bridges across this level yeah yeah so after you rescue your first chunk of guys Uh, you are going to be given a choice of three bridges.
1: Yeah. um, What's, like, you have... Is the one on the left, there's, like, a minefield on one of them, maybe? Yeah,
0: and that's the one I always took, because it's easy to get through.
1: I don't know. I remember taking... The the ones on the right have those... This is where another one of my least favorite enemies, these cannons that are in the cliffside at the end of these bridges are shooting across diagonally, and they they kind of blend in at mm-hmm. first if you don't see them like you want to go straight through the middle and get past them as F- asap
0: yeah do not engage them on the bridge you want to fight them from the yeah. uh,
1: horizontal position cuz
0: they the rate of fire is so heavy you just want to
1: get past like if you don't if you know they're there you might be able to blast them before they get there but once they they start just get away and then you encounter
0: a series of cliffs they're all fortified with uh, the sandbags and the gunners yeah yeah and, you know, this is a tricky area because it's kind of hard to get at an angle to them. Mm-hmm. But I was lucky enough to have, like, a super-powered missile, mm-hmm. and the explosion goes right through sandbags. Yeah,
1: so, so that's nice. But you can use, I mean, if if you have the grenade, eh? That's, you can do something.
0: And then you get to the final camp, and this one is, like, crawling with dudes and tanks. So it can be a little bit of a challenge. But one thing we didn't mention is that your guys, even once they come out of the building, they're invincible. Yeah, you don't have to worry about them getting taken out. No, so you can always open a building, and you don't have to worry about any uh, infantry or tanks or anything killing those guys.
1: Yeah, watch yourself first. You just got to worry about yourself. So yeah, this is where I think you start seeing the uh, flamethrower tanks uh, for the first time.
0: Yeah, you know, they are colored differently. They're red, and yeah, yeah. instead of a
1: bullet, they shoot a long flame. But I
0: don't really notice any difference. No,
1: they're. I mean, I think they look cool, but they're not any harder or anything really. And you, one hit kills you
0: either way, so it's not like they do yeah, more yeah. damage. <laughs> they're just a nice new flavor.
1: Yes. Now, past this area, you have a real big bridge, and um, this is the worst part with those cannons on the side. I, I this spot caused me some real headaches.
0: Yeah, and then not only are there cannons on either side, at the other end of the bridge is a barrage of anti-aircraft guns mm-hmm. and dudes yeah and then
1: right there is also
0: your drop-off point
1: you want to this one is uh this might be the one i remember seeing it leave because i was there's so many enemies around i was like i'm up there blowing it up trying to work my way around and it left before i got there so
0: and then this is i think also the one where that plane harasses you yeah. while you're trying to drop off guys yeah
1: it'll it'll fly in or and then you got to like uh it sucks
0: yeah that plane uh you really want to try to hit it before it gets close if you have the four-way explosion on your missiles it's very very helpful because yeah. that will explode at the end of its range and that's just a nice way of getting like a spread shot out i think in a
1: lot of ways well this is this part sucks because you know you're, you're getting close to the end and you really um the next level doesn't have any officers so you want to be able to get through here with your best your missiles or something you know right because right after uh you drop off all your
0: men you go through a big old fence and you're fighting this next
1: boss. It's a, yeah, a big fortress. This is totally a Contra boss. Yeah, I mean, it's got like, I like the the doorway that is like, it's got the electric field in front of it. It kind of reminds me of the, the electro... Uh, the electricity in the uh, first-person stages in Control 1. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, all along the top of this fortress wall are those gunners, those turrets that are shooting at you.
1: Yeah, there's five of them. Uh-huh.
0: And in front of those are what look like garage doors. And when they open, a tank comes out, but they also briefly reveal like a power conduit or something. Yeah,
1: there's like a little weak spot there.
0: But I, uh, the first time when Bill and I got here, we had a lot of trouble timing with those doors.
1: Uh, did you have grenades yes yeah i had a lot of trouble too and then when i got back here i had a missile and i was like it it, it was night and day yeah yeah i was like this is nothing nothing at all
0: (laughs) when you have the missile you just wait for the door to
1: start opening and you shoot yeah
0: when you have the grenades it is a crapshoot because these doors don't always open when you think they will
1: yeah they have a weird and and they're not all in sync either so it's like uh, the grenade just has a little bit too much of a lag on it
0: Mm -hmm. but it's not uh impossible we did manage to get through it does help when you have another player to pull the fire from like the turrets and whatnot okay yeah or to trick the door into opening it seems like as you left and re-entered the door's specific space it would open and close again
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know either way I, I beat this boss missiled and not missiled nice and if you do you get to drive right through that gate in the middle
1: yes on to the last stage yeah checkpoint zulu checkpoint zulu which is a kind of it's a very green and gray base maybe at least an airfield really right it's got lots of little planes and arrows and stuff on the ground yeah
0: you are now on the base the enemy base and man there are turrets on top of every single building
1: of possible everywhere man and there's lots of little these like iron x looking like barricades and stuff Mm Mm-hmm that uh can bar your path there's some split paths that sometimes will turn out to just be nothing and you have to go back so there is only one enemy i dislike more than that truck Mm. and it appears here
0: and what's that it is the evil gray jeep
1: yeah the that guy's a bastard it's the fastest enemy they're the worst ones like they only take
0: one hit but they think it may be faster than you i i believe it they're squirrely too man they turn a lot it throws out one of those giant stick grenades but man, they move so quick and so weird all over the place that you have a hard time hitting them, And but they have an easy time getting to you.
1: Yeah, there's there's one here at the beginning where I noticed, uh, maybe not right at the beginning, but there's a point where there are two uh, two gates that you blow up. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a jeep right on the other side of one. Yes. And it's like, I would always blow up the right gate and go through it, and then he'd come in from the side and kill me. So... I started blowing up the right gate and then just going left. And you can see him over there when you're not even close. Like, it's hilarious to see him driving around these weird circles on the left. Get just, if you have a grenade, you can throw it over there and just blow him up without having to deal with it yet.
0: Right. And like you said, you get through this, like, pair of gates. And that's when you see the, the swath of jets sitting there waiting to take off. And that is where your helipad is, where you can have your POWs rescued. But this one is the ultimate of jerk spots. Because... There is another white helicopter in this level, and it's not your friend.
1: Oh, yeah. That guy, it comes in while you're unloading, too, repeatedly. Like, you blow it up, it'll go away, and then it'll come back a few seconds later. And
0: one of those Jeeps might come by.
1: Yep. yep. And a
0: tank or two. It's like, tough. It, it's a, it sucks. I was really only getting off, like, two or three guys at a time before I would peel away, fight some things, and then try to sneak back and let a couple more guys run right. off. Right. But, you know, I did lose a, a Jeep here, you know, the first time oh, when, yeah. when I encountered that horrible white helicopter yeah but you know if you can manage to unload all your guys or none of your guys it doesn't matter because you are so close to the end of this game now this is a little bit of a red herring because you think oh i have dropped my guys off i got like one more screen until the boss
1: yeah but no you got a few screens no and some of the worst screens in the game
0: yeah now whenever you see turrets on either side just drive through them don't worry about it yeah just go um unless those turrets or oh, I mean, around... The conveyor belt A area? conveyor belt. Now, before you get to that hellish conveyor belt scenario, you are uh, greeted with uh, sets of doors. You go through them. And then right behind these barricades, out of the ground, shoot more missiles.
1: Yeah, they're in a weird kind of uh, rectangular looking... Like it opens and these missiles come out. And they're homing missiles and they're fast. They These suck. These will hit you. Yeah, like, these aren't like the other ones. I can, if you time it just right and you have a grenade, you can get one right off the bat, ideally before it shoots. But I... <sighs> It was tough to get through here. Like, you have to master it before you'll not lose a life.
0: That, and I do find that, you know, your gun, your vertical gun, if you're using the turbo with that, it definitely helps. Because Mm. this is probably going to cross your path, you know, and that vertical gun will usually take it out.
1: Yeah, yeah. These are tough, though, man, because they can go off screen and come back. So, be careful.
0: And, you know, just because you cleared them doesn't mean the crap is over. No, no, no. Because... What might be the crappiest part of the game is literally just feet ahead of you.
1: If you uh, if you somehow have a maxed out missile, then this might not be so bad. But if you're going in grenades wise with me, it's like you've got four turrets on either side of a conveyor belt. So you have to like edge your way up and just barely be able to get in, shoot the last one, go all the way back.
0: So I did notice that the first two, the very most bottom ones, you can hit vertically with your grenade. You don't oh. have to do an angle shot. Oh, okay. So I, that's I slightly that. <laughs> easier. You can you can get them out of the way, but then you still have six more to deal with. And literally, as you said, it is all about inching, throwing, running back.
1: Well, because you can retreat so that they're not on the screen, and the the, the ones at the top will stop shooting. So that you'll have like that that moment where you can drive in as fast as you can on this crappy conveyor and try and edge in a shot and then retreat before you get shot you know Again. and we
0: keep saying conveyor belt what we didn't mention is that the conveyor belt is not helping you it's hindering <laughs> you it's, yeah it's pushing you away from them the worst kind so you can't just drive through like you would on a lot of these uh crossed guns no. you just have to pick them off bit by bit and once you have you have one more gate in front of you and then the final boss of the game
1: oh yeah this is uh, another big uh like base it, it looks I mean? like headquarters. Yeah. It's yeah. like,
0: you know, the general HQ. This is like where the all the office workers would be in my my version of the story.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's uh you have the two two big laser cannons up in the center, and in between them is like your command nodule. jewel. It looks
0: know. like a like a hospital.
1: Yeah, or like a building of some sort, you know. Right. And these these uh, cannons would take what, two hits? maybe three yeah they're not too tough uh there are lots of tanks coming in and out but also. what takes a few hits is the center building yeah it, i
0: wasn't sure what i was supposed to do here
1: it doesn't really register hits like it doesn't sound like you're doing no. anything
0: so i had destroyed both of those cannons and then i just like was driving around like i'm like is oh. <laughs> there more things to hit that i'm not that i didn't know about like on the left on the right and then i was like well, I guess it's got to be that center building. And then I went and attacked it. And I was like, well, it's got to be done. But it I wasn't. Think, it takes like... And then I attacked it some more. Like
1: what? Like 10 shots or something? Like uh, It is a lot.
0: Especially because there is a never-ending sea of tanks and men pouring in from b- below.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the hardest part of this thing. But uh, you uh, blast away with grenade and or rocket until it explodes. And the building is destroyed and you've beaten the game. no.
0: That's what you might have thought. This is a Konami game, and they do it right.
1: Yeah, and this is uh, hilarious because now you get the real final boss, the Super Laser Tank. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I call it because it's a comically gigantic tank because if you're a Jeep, and this tank is like the size... Of a building yeah or you know it's like uh if you are a person your size relative to a normal tank it's like that's what the jeep is to this tank it's a it is insane and it shoots a huge like laser
0: well it's, it's like the fire beam fire from thing contra okay yeah yeah and on top of the tank there's also a gunner that is shooting you know a much more rapid fire uh, yeah it's, and it it's can, like bullets yeah and it can change the angle of it
1: yeah and it's moving left and right pretty quick the whole tank is
0: so your entire job is to dodge the bullets, make sure you're not in the path of the giant laser or flame when it shoots off. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really have much of a tell, I don't think.
1: No, um, I mean, it moves so fast, it's like just keep trying to focus and uh, like dodge and then just shoot rockets above you when you can. Or, you know, the I found that the, the big... F- flame gun or whatever the laser gun isn't like it only shoots at like six spots it seems like right. on the screen so
0: well you know my tactic was at first to do what you said move around try to you know throw oh, I, I try in to stay in
1: a, in a spot and let it move to me mm-hmm. because um it's it's moving so much that the machine gun won't like it, it can't uh aim that well towards you because it's constantly moving where it's well, shooting from i know because there was a point at which i was like
0: you know what i've got like six guys Oh, yeah? So I just stood there (laughs) and just fired and threw grenades. And I beat this game with two guys. Nice. Okay, yeah. I mean, your invincibility is a good chunk of time. You get a couple seconds there. Yeah, it is pretty generous. It doesn't hit you all the time. So really, just sitting there. I mean, I don't know if I was in a good spot or not, but... I was tearing it down. I was doing so much more damage than when I was trying to squirrelly around and hide and, and that's kinda get a where, shot in or two. like
1: I the, where I had it was I was like there was like a spot where I was like I don't really I'm not really worried about the fire cannon. It's just those other bullets, and that's only when it shoots when it's near me. Mm-hmm. Most of the other time, it would just like keep moving and shooting other parts of the screen.
0: Yeah, and uh, unlike any of the other bosses, this boss changes color when
1: it starts getting hurt. Yeah, classic uh tells there to let you know where you're at. It gets orange, then red, and then it explodes. Yeah, and you get a nice d- destroyed looking tank sprite. Yes, it sits there
0: in a heap of rubble. And then
1: you're treated to a great ending cutscene. I I knew you'd like the sunset you get back there.
0: Not only is this a sunset, it is a beautiful sunset shimmering in yeah. the heat. <laughs> Yeah, over the water.
1: You're out there in Vietnam by the beach. Uh, all four of your dudes. One guy's got a stogie out. He's burning one. Just maxing and relaxing. And you can see a very uh chopper come, uh, coming to get you. To yeah. take you home. I I presume. And
0: it's really beautifully animated. You get the little speck. You get a little bigger one. The biggest one that goes past. Yeah. It I scales mean, scales up in there. And then it says, uh, "Well done. Your mission accomplished." I mean, a sunset and smoking. What more could a Boy in the 80s one. Yes. You would get a really nice uh, list of credits. Yeah, yeah. And then the final thing it says is to press start. And you do. And it starts the game right at the beginning with the amount of lives and the weapons you had at the end of the game. Is it any harder or anything? I played for a little bit. It did not seem any
1: harder. Okay.
0: Well, here we are, Nick, in the review portion of our show. And of course, we always use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which has four categories that score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. I gave this game a 3.5. Okay,
1: I gave it a 3.0. I
0: mean, I did write that nothing really stands out, but everything is so super crisp and Mm -hmm. just... it gets the point across exactly how it needs to. Yeah,
1: I feel like there's kind of a uh, an elegant restraint here. Like, mm-hmm. it's in favor of... It's not standing and distracting you from the action, which is what it's really about. Exactly. Of course, the animations are really good.
0: They're really smooth and the little men and the rotation of your jeep. I like them a
1: lot. Yeah, and the... Uh the thing i like about the sprites is like and you know you have the little men and you have your guys they're all there's a very nice sense of proportion and size and scale to almost everything except for maybe the final tank and those jets on the ground in the last level are pretty small right
0: but now you mentioned there is the buildings everything does seem to be at the correct scale
1: which is very rare in uh, any old uh nes games now the music itself
0: it's it's good um yeah it's it's just not great great. it doesn't stand out it's not distracting for being bad but it's not amazing it doesn't make you really want to get in there and kick
1: ass it's not quite in the same level as a lot of old konami games but uh, i still liked it though and the sound effects are just a smattering of classic konami sounds
0: so nick how did you rank the play control of this game Uh, i actually i gave this a 3.0 i gave it a 3.5 okay i mean we talked about it a little bit earlier and um you know i don't think the controls are perfect but i feel like they're damn close i i can dodge more things in this game than i would ever imagine
1: yeah it's it's weird i mean you don't have a lot to do you're only shooting a gun shooting a grenade or moving so but it manages to pull all three of them off really well especially the movement like it's a lot more responsive than i thought it would be exactly you're not slow you're not you know bogged
0: down your turns are really well done and then on top of that you know you've got your two forms of shooting and that play control that style really allowed me to get into anywhere i wanted to to shoot Mm -hmm. in any direction or any way i needed to and it just felt really satisfying
1: yeah this uh much like uh uh contra You know, I kept accidentally doing awesome stuff sometimes when, you know, there's a ton of bullets coming up. I was always able, well, not always, but uh, often enough to surprise myself to, you know, weasel my way out of there.
0: Yeah, and when you do something like
1: that, it always feels good.
0: So, what did you rate the challenge factor of this game, Nick? I gave it a 2.5. I also gave it a 2.5.
1: I, uh... Originally I gave it a 2.0 cuz I thought it was infinite continues but <laughs> it does uh, not. It's uh it's it's not bad and I mean I, I knew it'd be kind of skewed kind of cuz I was like I actually played this somewhat recently relatively to 20 years ago. So uh it, but it's not bad. Uh, there, there's not the levels aren't super long and it's easy enough to figure out each one like what do you got to do, where is the enemies. You do have to uh restart the level when you continue. Mm-hmm. But you
0: know that's true for most games at this time. Yes. Um, I really just thought that, you know, if you're playing two-player, it is a little tougher in some ways.
1: I see, I didn't play it two-player, but I can see
0: that. you're splitting it all, and that's that's kind of where I gave it that score. Otherwise, I felt like you really could get this game down and, and figure it out in a few playthroughs.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not hard, and it, it's definitely not easy-easy, but it, it's very doable.
0: And our final category, Nick, is Theme and Fun i give this a 3.5 i also gave it a 3.5 nice um i put that it is just really solid there's really there's nothing about it that is amazing right but it's just so good at its core that it's a great fun game
1: yeah and it's uh you know with two players as an added bonus that's awesome uh you know we kind of talked about the proportions of all the things but it gives it a kind of a you know i don't know say it again restraint that i really like like it's a really tight like professional game i don't know i don't know i'm losing my words well we both like
0: small sprites and this game has a lot of really tiny sprites that look really good and you know being able to have that much room that to me is the fun factor like being able to drive all over the screen to know that i can drive past the screen to the right and stuff yeah yeah
1: You do get a little exploration in this game, actually.
0: Yeah, it kind of, it makes it feel like you're in a world, not just in a tunnel or a path. You have to go straight down.
1: And I really want to give them props for not, you know, putting you in space or some weird alien monster. You know, it's like you just went through military stuff with the exception of some lasers. That's about, you know, in a giant tank at the end. It doesn't ask you to, you're not, you're not fighting a bunch of weird stuff. It's it's kind of nice. It stands out for being that way.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. It does it does hit its steam really well. And I mean, we both had a, a blast. So then I must ask, Nick, should you play this game? You should. And so should your friend. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is good old-fashioned two-player co-op with that classic Konami flavor. You just can't go wrong. Yeah, man. Grab a buddy and you can probably beat this in one night if you really put your mind to it. Yeah, if you don't beat it the first time you play, I guarantee you, you can probably do it on your second run through. Next week's game will be Ease, or Wise as many of us thought for years, yeah. for the Sega Master System. So, find a
1: copy of this game, grab your controllers, and play along any way you can. And remember, if there's anything we miss or forgot or got wrong, let us know at cartridgecommand@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we'll bring it up in the future. Yes, thank you so much for
0: listening. Please check us out on the Twitters at Cart Command. You can Facebook us at Cartridge Command. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever the heck it is you use to listen to podcasts. Please tell a friend. Tell a stranger. Tell your tell your mailman to listen to this show. I bet they like old games. Who knows? My mailman's always listening to something when he goes by. Yeah, yeah, good call. Now, we also must always thank. Our supporters on Patreon, because it's you guys that make this show financially possible. Without you guys, there is no Cartridge Command and no Cartridge Command Army.
1: Yeah, and Patreons
0: are treon And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game,
1: game on! on.
0: I was really only getting off like two or three guys at a time before I would peel away